Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, it's Gina Stevens. Welcome to Belois Radio, where we bring you digital marketing tips, expert interviews, and industry news for community media, community radio, and independent media. Visit our website at belwamedia.com. Thank you for listening to Belwar Radio. My name is Gina Stevens, and I am your host. Today we're going to be talking about nine questions nonprofits should answer before developing a social media strategy. Most marketers already understand that the biggest benefit to adding social media to their marketing strategy is that a nonprofit can join its community where they meet and exchange information. One billion people are talking to each other on Facebook alone. They're discussing everything from the movie they saw last night to the horrible customer service person they just dealt with on the phone. I do stuff like that all the time. Nonprofits can sit back and let their community control conversations related to the organization, or they can actually join the discussion and become an active participant in the shaping of their agency's brand. If you're a nonprofit marketer who hasn't implemented a social media strategy, and yes, those people do exist, the first thing you'll want to do is develop a plan. By developing a strategy, you will avoid common pitfalls down the road. I always suggest that you actually sit down and write a strategy down before you actually get started. Now, to develop an effective social media strategy, you'll want to ask yourself these nine important questions before you actually get started. So you'll want to get a piece of paper, write these down. Write these questions down, and I suggest that you brainstorm with your board of directors to answer these questions before you get started. Brainstorm with your board of directors, write these questions down and answer them. And then as you start to write your social media strategy, you'll be able to refer to these questions because it's very important. Number one, who is your target market? Now, I know that there are people who are going to roll their eyes at this question, but trust me, there are people who have not nailed this down. Who is your target market? This seems like an easy task, but you'd be surprised how many agency executives and board of directors who don't have a clue who this is. So spend some time giving this some serious thought. If you already know, then think about additional communities. Now this is the piece that some people haven't figured out yet. So think of additional communities you can tap into. Once you've determined your target market, once you determine your target market, market, do you know which social networks they use? So once you figure out what your target market is, do you know what social networks they actually use? Facebook is different than Twitter, is different than Snapchat, is different than Instagram. All of these social networks have different personalities, as I call it. Okay? Number two, who are you? Do you actually understand what your organization does? Some people are actually in this process. One of the things I'm learning as I've moved my office from Beloit to Madison, one of the things I'm running into 
as I meet people from various organizations, is that they're in the middle of this transition, and they're figuring out what their organization is and what it does. So you're going to need to hammer this down. Do you know how your organization's service benefits the community? Now, I've trained a lot of marketers at the senior level who didn't comprehend the full scope of their organization's services or the full scope of what their organization exactly is. A marketer can't successfully promote something or an organization if she doesn't actually understand it. One of the things that I do when I work with an organization is I send them what's called an intake form. And I ask a series of questions about that organization or that business before I even sit down with the organization. And that begins the process of me getting to know the organization or the business before I even meet with them. So then once I get that that, uh, intake form completed, I uh, know a little bit about them before we sit down. Then once we sit down and we start to talk, I have them clear up any um, questions that I have and then we spend a few hours talking more about the organization. And a lot of times I, I feel like in the process of that, uh, process of that conversation, um, it kind of clears up some, uh, clears a little bit of confusion even for um, the, the marketer I'm talking to because sometimes they're a bit confused as well. So number two, know who you are. Number three, what are you trying to accomplish? Know exactly what it is that you're trying to accomplish. There's a reason you decided to use social media as part of your marketing strategy. What is that? Are you trying to raise money? Are you trying to rebrand? Are you trying to um, <clears throat> recruit volunteers? Whatever it is you're trying to accomplish, set specific and measurable goals that will help you determine the success of your social media campaign. The reason why I always try to try to nail down these specific goals is because based on your goals, that's going to help determine what social networks you're going to use. Some social networks are better than others for meeting specific goals. So that's why I make sure that I talk to clients about specifically what is your goal because that, that's extremely important for many reasons. One of them is because some social networks work better than others. And another reason why I want you to know exactly who your target market is, because again, some social networks work better than others for which target market you're trying to reach. For example, Snapchat and Instagram are going to be better for reaching a specific age group than, say, Facebook and LinkedIn. So number four, who will create, implement, and manage your campaign? This is going to be important too because this is important when it comes to the implementation stage. You need to know who's going to take ownership of your social media campaign. You, you need to know this before you even write a social media strategy. One of the problems that I have had with working with clients is they hire me to write a social media strategy. They hire me, they pay me good money to write a social media strategy. I give it to them and they fall flat on the implementation stage because they don't have anybody to implement it. And the cost of paying me to implement it is too much for them. So they'll hire me to write the strategy, but when it comes to paying me to implement it for them, and I'm using not a part of the implementation stage because really it's not necessarily what I do, um, they go, oh, well, we'll just hire an intern. But when they get the strategy and they look at it, it's a little bit too much for an intern 
to do. So they have a strategy that they pay good money for, and they have no one to implement it. So that's something that you're going to have to think about, and it actually has to be a part of your plan. So number four, who will create, implement, and manage your campaign? Some organizations are large enough to afford a social media team that consists of marketing professionals on all levels. The executive level person will develop the strategy, the senior manager implements the plan, and the entry-level person manages the day-to-day task of posting updates and responding to community members. Some organizations outsource one or all of these tasks to a third party. Regardless of who you are, these people or that third party must have extensive knowledge of social media and must be passionate about building and maintaining relationships. Here's one of the things I've noticed that companies do. They hire a cousin or they hire somebody who, oh, well, I know something about social media. Oh, yeah, I know social media. Just because you spend every day all day on Instagram posting selfies or pictures of your cat or puppy or whatever does not mean that you know social media, okay? It does not mean that. So one of the things you're going to want to do is make sure you know that the person you're hiring to implement your social media campaign knows social media. I mean, really knows social media. Don't hire somebody who, I do social media. Hire somebody who knows social media. Number five, what tools will you use? There are hundreds of social media tools on, out on the market, many of which are free to use. Some of the tools you might want to consider using are blogs, your own website, video sharing websites, social media press releases, content management and tracking tools, apps developed for your smartphone or tablet, and content creation tools. Number six, where will your content come from? This is going to be very important as well. One of the things that I often hear people say is, um, well, you know, I want to do, you know, I've tried doing social media, but I sit down at my computer and then I kind of just draw a blank. I don't know, you know, I don't know where to start. So the main reason these nonprofits or, or any organization I've worked with, they stare at their blank screen is because they didn't establish a social media strategy before they added social media to their marketing strategy. If they had, deciding what to post on their page would be simple. I always advise nonprofits and marketers to establish a content marketing strategy as an addendum to their social media strategy. A content marketing strategy is very different. This content strategy includes a plan for developing content, and it includes a content calendar. So you're going to need a strategy for actually developing content and a content calendar. Your content should contain a good mix of your content, which is blogs, pictures, videos, or promotional items, and other people's content. We call that OPC, other people's content. Before you post any content, you should always ask yourself, will my community find this content useful, informative, or entertaining? Always ask yourself that question. Will my community find this content useful, informative, or entertaining? I ask myself that question even when I post stuff on my personal Facebook page. Will my community find this content useful, informative, or entertaining. Number seven, what milestones will you establish? Establish time frames for accomplishing short-term goals and long-term goals. So typically, I tell clients, short-term is going to be three to six months, and long-term is going to be one-year to three-year goals. Consider timing your milestones with maybe uh, fundraising campaigns um, and major organizational incentives. Number three, how would you measure your progress? 
Measuring your progress is extremely important since you probably have a boss or a board of directors and major funders to answer to. Besides having someone who wants to know exactly how the organization's social media strategy is progressing, you want to know yourself how you're, how you're progressing so you can build on the activities that work well and discard any tasks that are wasting time and money. So you yourself are going to want to track your activities because if you track your activities, you're going to know this is working really well and this is not working and it's wasting time. Okay? So you really want to track this, and I would say track it for at least two months. You know, on a track for three, you know, three to four weeks, this isn't working because that's one of the things that happens too. I'll have people come to me and they want to hire me and they go, well, we tried this and it's really not working. And I always say, well, how long did you do it? And were you consistent? Show me your strategy. What did you do? Because you don't really know if it worked well because, well, you only did it for a month and you did it twice. So how do you know it's not really working? So that's one of the things that I tell people, be consistent. Try this for two months. Be very consistent. Then check to see if it worked. And if it wasn't working, you're wasting time. Okay? Use Bitly or a similar, similar URL shortener to track clicks on your links you've posted on your social networks. Bitly will also allow you to track um, where your traffic is coming from. Is it coming from Twitter? Is it coming from Facebook? Is it coming from LinkedIn? Is it coming from Google? That kind of thing. Do also uh, tools like Bitly will help you track how often your content is shared, and do, these tools will help you monitor the level of engagement with your content. You're also going to get tools like Facebook um, page insights. Twitter now gives you insights so that you can click on. Um, there's a little section underneath your tweets on Twitter that you can click on. It will tell you how many impressions you got. If you decide to run ads on Twitter, you will get more, you will get deep insights. Um, so the uh, websites themselves, the social networks themselves will give you tracking tools, and then there's additional uh, social media analytics tools that will allow you to track your activities. You'll also want to track any leads generated by your social media activity, and of course you want to track any revenue related to your social media activity. Tracking other conversations like the growth, uh, tracking other conversions like the growth of your e-newsletter will provide you with a clear picture of the success or failure of your social media strategy. And the last one, number nine, how will you manage your brand's reputation. This is extremely important. How will you manage your brand's reputation? I Google myself and my company name once a week. Once a week because I'm huge on brand on reputation management. Huge on it. Assign a person to assume the responsibility of monitoring the social media sphere for mentions of your organization's name. This individual should watch for mentions of any key executives at your organization. There are dozens of social monitoring tools that help you stay alert. If a problem arises, your social media manager should put out that fire quickly. She should respond to questions, comments, and complaints from your social community. I monitor, seriously, my name and my company name every week. I'm checking, and I'm on Twitter, and I'm on LinkedIn, and I'm keeping an eye on that. And if I get any complaints or anything, I'm responding to those. If I see anything on Google that I'm not happy with, or you know, I, if I see anything posted on a website I'm not happy with, I am on that. So I suggest that you track 
that you manage your brand's reputation, and that you stay on top of that. So these are the nine questions that nonprofits should answer before developing a social media strategy. Thank you for joining me here on Bellwire Radio, and my name is Gina Stevens. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.